0: Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God. I want to welcome our guests today. If you're a guest this morning, we are so glad to have you in service with us today. If this is your first or your second time, we invite you to stop by our hospitality area in the back of the sanctuary. i would like to give you a small token of appreciation for being with us this morning. If you're watching us online somewhere, we welcome you as a part of this service this morning and pray that you're blessed by it. In Jesus' name. I I know that it's very early in comparison to what we normally do, but we are not in a hurry. We're not rushing anything. But I just feel like God wants to do some stuff in this place today. I believe that there are some things that God wants to do for some individuals today that will be a life-changing day for you. And God has blessed us this morning with a man of God, a man of faith, a man that knows how to operate in the Spirit. And so if he wants to keep worshiping, he knows how to sing. If he, So whatever he wants to do, he can do. I just want to get out of the way so he and God can do whatever they want to do. Praise God. So this morning we are so thankful. Many of you already know him. But if you're a guest today, Brother David Smith, he is an evangelist he used to be in Maryland for a number of years. He now bases out of some place called Okima, Oklahoma. So I'm sure many of you have never even heard of that, but that's that's where he is now. But uh, again, how many years were you here, Brother Smith, in Maryland? 14 years in Maryland for the Curry's Church outside of Baltimore, and so he is definitely no stranger to Maryland as well as us. And we are thankful he's been here several times the last couple of months. But we are thankful to have him here with us this morning. So, Brother Smith, come. Make yourself at home. Just do whatever you and Jesus want to do. How many loves your bishop? How many
1: loves your pastor and their family? How many knows that God's alive and well in this place? How many knows that he's a good God in this house? How many knows that God can do anything? We wasn't just singing about that, but I said God can do anything. There's not one thing that God can't do. There's not one situation that God can't handle. There's not one problem that you're going through that my God can't fix with a miracle. I'm here to serve notice on the devil that he has no power in this house and that Jesus is alive and well in here. God's about to touch some people in this house today. I feel, that I feel the Holy Ghost in this place here today. God's about to do something miraculous today. We're going to preach in just a minute, but I feel like worshiping just a little bit. I feel like throwing my hands in the air and saying, all right, God, if you want to bless somebody, I'm available. God, if you want to bless somebody, I'm available. God, if you want to do something in my body, my mind, and my spirit, I'm available in this house here this morning. Come on. God's going to bless us in this place today. He's going to bless us in this house today. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, congratulations. Today be a great day. If you've never been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, today would be a great day. Amen. I'm telling you, God can do anything.
2: Yes, he can. I, I don't put
1: no stipulations on God because you can't. I'm telling you, He can absolutely handle anything you can throw at him. He doesn't get in a bind, He doesn't get worried. I don't get in a bind, I don't get worried. Somebody asked me, what, I'm telling you, just in the last couple of weeks, we prayed for a little situation. that's a little out the ordinary. And, and they literally said, Brother Smith, I'm not trying to be negative, but what you going to do if, I said, before you say anything else, I said, what you going to do if he does it?
2: Right. Right.
1: They said, well, I never, I said, I, that's the problem. You ain't never looked at it like that. I said, I'm not worried about what he can't do. I'm worried about what he can do. Because yes. I'm planning on giving him praise for anything that he does. He might not do it when you think he ought to do it, but he can do it. I'm telling you, at any given time. God is not put in some box. He can do anything in this house. He can open up blind eyes. He can unstop deaf ears. He can make crooked limbs straight. He can put your marriage back together. He can bless you. God can do anything. What we got to do is get rid of old stinking thinking and quit trying to put God in a box and say, you know what? God's going to bless me right now.
2: Yes, Jesus.
1: So here we go. Exodus 8 and 8. I'm so honored to be here. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited about what God's going to do. And uh, I just want you to open your spirit. I'm not a long preacher. I'm not a long preacher. Uh, I have got a little longer, uh, but not real long, so... Somebody called me this morning. We was talking about 6 o'clock this morning. He said, well, how long do you plan on preaching? I said, I'm planning on preaching as long as Jesus wants to. He said, well, you think Jesus I said, I don't know what Jesus is going to do. He's all in charge. I was preaching somewhere. I might have told you I was preaching somewhere, and the guy was driving me back to the airport. He said, Brother Smith, you preach like 27 minutes. I'm like, really? I said, man, that seems long. I said, are you sure? He says, oh, you misunderstand me. He said, all four services, you preach 27 minutes total. I said, oh, okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> I mean, my God, if he's doing it, get out the way. Oh, see, about 60 of y'all believe that. (laughs) If he's doing it, just get out the way. Let him do it. He can do more in about 20 seconds than you can do in 20 minutes. All all you got to have is somebody willing to be used. All you got to have is somebody willing to be touched. So here we go. Exodus 8 and 8. Here we go. Exodus 8 and 8. We'll read down a little bit. The Bible says, and Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron. He said, entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me and from my people. And I'll let the people go that they may do sacrifice unto the Lord. That they may do sacrifice unto the Lord. The Bible said, and Moses said unto Pharaoh, glory over me. When shall I entreat for thee and for thy people to destroy the frogs from thee, from thy houses, that they may remain in the river only? And the Bible said, he said, tomorrow. Now, I don't know, but we'll get to that in a minute. He said tomorrow. And he said, let it be according to thy word that thou may knowest that there is none likened unto the Lord our God. And the Bible said, and the frogs shall depart from thee, from thy house, from thy servants, from thy people, and they shall remain in the river only. Now, I'm just a little different. If, if they ask him, when's it going to happen? And, and I got the opportunity to tell them whatever I feel, and I'm in a plague, and I'm in the middle of a situation... I'm not going to say tomorrow. If I'm in a situation, I want him to go on and do it right now. I want him to go ahead and handle it right now if it's in my option. So I'm going to preach just a little bit, just a few minutes, about why wait until tomorrow. Why you want to wait until tomorrow when God can bless you right now? Why you want to wait when God can do something for you right now? Lift your hands right now. Let's ask the Lord. Let's ask the Lord to help us, God. God, I'm asking you to help. I'm asking you, Lord God, to make a way. I'm asking you to touch every person in this place here. God, we're going to give you honor. We're going to give you praise and glory. Clap your hands, and when you're done, you can sit down. You can stand. It doesn't matter to me. I still believe in standing and preaching. So you can go ahead and do whatever you want. I don't know what Pharaoh was thinking But here he was in the middle of a plague And he was asking Moses and Aaron He was asking them to talk to God uh, About the situation About the problem uh, that he was in But when Moses began to talk to the Lord And the Lord said I'm going to take care of the plague uh, When he went back to Pharaoh And he began to ask him uh, Pharaoh said I'll wait until tomorrow I don't know what Pharaoh was thinking Here he was on the verge of of a miracle but I don't think in his mind and in his body and in his spirit he was ready to receive it Uh, I don't know what was keeping him from it I don't know if it was his pride Uh, I don't know that if he thought that maybe God really couldn't do it Uh, I don't know if maybe it just wasn't bad enough uh, that he thought he needed God to help him out Uh, but here is the deal Uh, I've got news uh, for Pharaoh Uh, I'm not going to wait until tomorrow when God says I can have uh, my miracle right now but the Bible said he said let it be according To uh, thy word That thou may knowest uh, That there is none likened unto the Lord uh, our God Uh, I believe that sometime uh, God has a miracle for us uh, But our minds are not ready Uh, God has something great for us uh, But our spirits are not ready Uh, But I'm here to tell somebody in the house today uh, You don't have to wait until tomorrow Because God has your blessing right now Uh, God has your miracle right now Uh, Whatever you want God to do uh, my God can and will Abundantly satisfy What you say is what you're going to get What you begin to speak That's what God's going to let happen What you begin to ask God for That's what God is going to Begin to let take place In your body, in your mind, in your spirit But what you've got to do Is you got to get it in your spirit That God can touch you right now you got to get it in your mind That God can bless you right now you got to get it in your heart That when you call out to the name of the Lord, that God can take care of anything you got to get it in your spirit that God can handle anything. I was at Brother Zuniga's and I prayed for a woman and she was in a wheelchair. And she asked me, she said, I want you to pray that the Lord heals my body. A healing is a process, but a miracle is instantaneously. So I prayed for the lady and when we got done, I said, well, ma'am, how is it? She said, well, I think the Lord's healing my body. I said, all right, I'm going to believe with you. And we prayed for some other people. Well, I go back the next night. And uh, the Holy Ghost was moving and people started receiving the Holy Ghost and people started going down to the baptistry and it kept on. And here come a woman. She walked up on the platform with three people, Pastor Wright. And when she walked up, I kind of looked at her and I thought, hmm, she looks familiar, but I... I thought, well, I don't know. I, I don't hardly know nobody here. And so I was just kept on uh, exhorting and I kept preaching, and, and people were still coming up. It was a little different service. While I was preaching, people were just starting to go to the water, and it was a little different. And I kept thinking, man, she looks familiar. So I turned around and I look at her again, and she keeps looking at me. And I'm thinking, man, what's the deal? And I turned around, and when I looked, she just did like that. And I thought, well, my God, she's waving at me. So I just told the church, I said, could y'all worship a little while? I got to go find out something. So I walked over. I I said, hey, do I know you? She said, yeah. She said, you don't remember me, do you? I said, no, ma'am. I said, but you look so familiar. She said, oh, I'm the lady last night from the wheelchair. I said, excuse me? She said, I'm the lady from the wheelchair. She said, last night I got home. Now listen, she got the Holy Ghost the night before. We baptized her in Jesus' name, had to take her out the chair. It was a big ordeal. And she said, I was at home. I was in the bed. She said, something woke me up. She said, my legs were on fire. She said, you know, I hadn't been able to walk. Are you ready for this? Almost 18 years. She said something was on fire She said I woke my husband up and said hey I went to that church and that man prayed for me Now it ain't the man it's the master okay She said the man prayed for me And she said something feels like my legs are on fire She said sir I want you to tell you She said I just in my mind thought I'm gonna walk She said when I said that She said when I started moving my legs Which I never could before She said my legs moved She said my husband jumped up and said hey What's going on she said I think that God's giving me my healing right now she said, and tonight my husband and my two children just got the Holy Ghost and they're going to be baptized in Jesus' name. I'm telling somebody God's alive and well. I'm telling somebody God can do anything. I'm telling somebody God can handle anything. Why you want to wait until tomorrow when God wants to bless you right now? God's not a dead God come on somebody shout like you know him it's not about I'm telling you God can do anything in here he's a miracle working God he's a miracle worker he can do anything uh, two Sunday no no I've been gone two weeks three Sunday, three Sunday I've been gone three Sunday nights ago I try, I'm, I'm always somewhere Sometimes I don't even know where I'm at. (laughs) Three Sunday nights ago, had a woman come to the front. She's on crutches. You know, it's easy to pray for headaches and back pains and and all that. But, I mean, she's on crutches. And I'm not against praying for headaches and back pains. But, man, it's hard to tell, you know. You just got to go by what people tell you. But my girl's on crutches. She come up. She said, Brother Smith, now, I'm going to tell you, God, she deserved a miracle. Okay? She said, I broke my foot and my ankle. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. She said, you want to know how I broke it? I said, no, ma'am. She, she said, I said, it don't really matter. She said, I got to tell you. I said, what? She said, I came to the church, and I couldn't find the light switch. She said, I wanted to pray in the quarrel off. She said, I got in the quarrel off, and I fell out the quarrel off, and I broke my foot and my ankle. I said, well, good thing you are praying. <laughs> <laughs> I said, just a word of advice, ma'am. Just ask where the light switches are now. <laughs> it's a lot easier. Save you a little money. And so uh, she said, but look, she said, I was praying. She said, I was seriously praying. She said, when I fell out, I knew something was wrong. She said, I go to the doctor, and sure enough, I got a broke ankle and a broke foot. I said, well, beautiful. I said, so what do you want God to do? I mean, that's a dumb question, but you might as well ask, because you only get what you ask for. She might not even care about a foot. She might want to pray for something else, so you better ask. A lot of people don't get what they want from God because they're scared to ask. See, you're only going to get what you ask for. If you don't ask for nothing, you ain't going to get it. Don't expect somebody to come up and get Eba Boba on you and tell you what's wrong with you. Why don't you just go on and tell God what's wrong with you? Somebody told me one day, he said, man, Brother Smith, you've been out there 16 years and you hadn't missed it yet. I said, oh, no, sir. They said, what's your key to success? I said, well, I don't know about success. I said, it's just easy. I just walk up to him and say, hey, what's wrong with you? I don't need Jesus to tell me. I need you to tell me. (laughs) He already knows what's wrong with you. He just wants to see if you know. I said, and if they tell me the truth, that's what we're going to pray for. I said, if they don't, I'm going to pray for that, and hopefully God will deliver them from lying. So anyway, I went ahead and prayed for her. I got done praying for her. She handed me her crutches. I'm thinking, oh, Lord. You see, I'm honest, man. I'm, I'm just up front. You know, I don't want her to get hurt no more. i not on mine. I only got a million-dollar insurance. But anyway, I just went ahead and took her crutches and I laid them down on the platform. She got to shouting, and I'm thinking, wow, man, she's serious about this. And I'm thinking, so I just spoke in faith. I said, y'all, you can say what you want, but I'm telling you, God's going to give her a miracle because this woman shouting with a broke foot. That was on Saturday night Sunday morning. She'd come back. But I'm telling you just like this. She went home and cut her own cast off. She come back. She walked right to the platform, Sister Jan. She said, Brother Smith, I want you to look. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. She went, how you like that? I'm like, I like it. I like it. She said, my foot ain't broke no more. She said, my ankle ain't broke no more. She said, I'm telling you right now. She said, God gave me a miracle. See, I'm telling somebody, you might just have to stand up and say, you know what? I'm about to get my miracle. I'm about to. God's about to do something. You better get ready. There's a miracle in this house right here. Come on, raise your hands. Raise your hands. There's miracles in this house. Come on, I need some prayer warriors right now. Don't worry about what's going on here. I need some prayer warriors right now. Come on, the Holy Ghost is in here. I'm done preaching, but the Holy Ghost is in here. You don't have to wait until tomorrow to get your miracle. God's in here right now. Hey! Hey! I want you to listen to me. God... I'm telling you what I know in the Holy Ghost. God is fixing to take care of situations. I said it last night for the people who are here. Don't you let your situation keep you from getting what you want from God. Don't let your neighbor, don't let pride keep you from getting what you need from the Lord Jesus Christ. In this building here, I'm telling you, God can do anything. I know I told you a couple of stories and, 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 and I like to tell you where I'm at in case you want to call and check up on me. But I'm telling you, God, I don't put no stipulation on him because I'm telling you I've seen him do all kinds of stuff. I mean, I've seen him do all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. He's awesome. I mean, sometimes, I know, I, know, I know y'all are spiritual and everything. Sometimes he does stuff and I'm like, Ooh, that's smoking right there, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I, I know, I'm sorry. But I know what I know in the Holy Ghost. Man, when he gets the credit, when he's the one that you're knowing that it, without him it wasn't going to happen, then I'm telling you anything can happen. God wants to bless people in this house. So I'm done preaching. Nobody's going to call you out. Nobody's going to embarrass you. In a few minutes, we're going to come to the front and we're going to talk to God. And this ain't going to be just some regular altar service. Here's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, things are going to change now. I'm telling you, things in your life is going to change right now. I'm talking about, it's going to be mind-boggling. Before you even walk out of the building, there's going to be a shift change in your spirit. God is going to do whatever it is that you're asking him to do today. I'm telling you what I know in the Holy Ghost. I promise you, if you'll give it to him, I promise you it'll happen. The only way it ain't going to happen is if you sit there like a knot on a dill pickle. Because He is not going to make you talk to Him. He ain't going to make you do something you don't want to do. But if you're in here and you want Him to do something, He's going to do it. So nobody's going to call us out. Nobody's going to embarrass us. In a few minutes, we're going to come to the front as a family and we're going to talk to God. Is that fair enough? In a few minutes, I'm going to ask people to bow their head and close their eyes. Not right now, but in a few minutes. And the reason I do that is I want you to be real with yourself, number one. Second reason I ask people to bow their head and close their eyes is because we live in a real nosy world. You raise your hand, your neighbor say, hey, what'd you do? And you tell them. Don't tell your neighbor what you've done because your neighbor can't forgive you of sins. Only Jesus Christ can. Don't tell your neighbor what you've done. Tell the Lord. He already knows. He just wants to see if you're going to be honest. And the third reason is I don't want somebody to say, well, I came to church today. Pastor said we had to be here. And I came to church today and I'm leaving the same way that I came. Listen to me. If you come to church and you leave the same way you came, you should have went down to the VFW club or something. The Moose Lodge. Because when you come to church, something changes. If something don't change, there's something wrong with your changer. (laughs) It ain't nothing wrong with God. It's something wrong with us. If something doesn't touch you, then I'm telling you, there's something wrong with us. There ain't nothing wrong with him. So in the house today, you say, well, I've heard that a thousand times. So? you here, ain't you? That's right. That's right. My boss one time told me down in the city, he said, I ain't got no faith. And I, <laughs> I just cut the light off in the office. I just stood up and cut the light off. Man, there's no, no windows. I can bring you to the place. It's pitch black. He said, my God, David, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just, I cut the light off. He said, well, well, cut it back on. I so said, I can't find the switch. I could hear him. All of a sudden, he cut the light on. I said, look at that, Bill. You got faith. He said, what do you mean I got faith? You'd have to know him he, anyway. He said, I ain't got no. I said, sure you did. I said, you, you fumbled around enough till you found a light switch because you knew the light come on. I said, that's faith. He said, never thought of it like that. I said, yeah, that's faith. Everybody in here has got faith. Everybody in here, you got a measure of faith. So God can do anything. So nobody will call you out. Nobody will embarrass you. And a few minutes will come to the front as a family. Is that fair enough? All right. Bow your head and close your eyes. Every head bow, every eye closed. Anybody in this building here today, you got pain in your body right now. You got pain in your body right now. Would you lift your hand? You got pain in your body. Hands are being lifted all over the building. Front to the bike, side to side. Every section, hands are being lifted. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Before you lift your hand, just listen. Every time you take a step forward, the enemy, the liar, the deceiver, Satan by name, pushes you two steps back. For some at your ministry, for some at your marriage, for some at your relationship, for some at your finances, for some at your workforce, every time you try to do something for the kingdom of God, it seems like the enemy comes in like a flood and tries to destroy you. But you're in this building today, and you say, no longer, no longer, no longer." Am I going to let the enemy beat me up? I'm not going to wait until tomorrow. I'm going to get my miracle today. And you're in this building here today. And you need and you want God to handle a situation for you. Would you lift your hand? You want it to happen. Hands are being lifted all over the building, front to the back, side to side. In every section, hands are being lifted. You can put them down. Two more questions. I'm not talking about once saved, always saved. That's not in the Bible. That's man-made religion. I'm not talking about accepting the Lord as your personal Savior. That's not in the Bible. That's man-made religion. I'm talking about what the Word of God says, that when the day of Pentecost was fully come... They were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting, and appeared to them clothing tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each and every one of them. And they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave them utterance. Now, if you've never spoke with other tongues, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you. That just means it's a gift that comes from God that you haven't received yet. And as far as you know, you've never spoke that heavenly language like they done in the Bible. Would you lift your hand? You've never spoke that heavenly language in the Bible. All right. I see a hand. All right. All right. Thank you. I see another hand. All right. Thank you. All right. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Last question. Before you lift your hand, just listen. If the Lord came today, if the Lord came today, are you ready? If the answer is no, if the answer is I'm not for sure, if the answer is, let me repent and move some stuff around, all those answers are beautiful because here's why. The Lord Jesus Christ has not come back yet for his bride. The catching away, the, the second coming, the trump of God has not sounded yet, meaning that we still have a chance to be renewed or refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. And you're going to be honest in this house and you're going to say, David, I'm going to be honest with myself and I'm going to be honest with God. But I need to be renewed or refilled because I need to make sure. That if he came today, that I'm ready to meet him. You're going to be honest. Would you lift your hand? You need to be renewed or refilled. Hands are being lifted again all across the building. All right. That's beautiful. You can put them down. All right. Now, you can uh, lift your head and open your eyes. I I want to thank you for being obedient today. Probably about 70 or 80% of the crowd lifted their hands today. What that lets me know that is that God has found favor. Not that anything is wrong, but that God has found favor. When God finds favor in a house, he always blesses. There was people that lifted their hand and said, I'd like to talk to God about the gift of the Holy Ghost. There was folks that lifted their hand and said, Hey, I'm being honest. I need to be renewed or refilled in the Holy Ghost. There was people today that said, I got a situation going on in my life that I need God to handle. I believe that God can do anything. Now, I told you about some miracles because people love to hear about that. I'm being honest. But the greatest miracle, the greatest miracle... Was not the broke foot and now it ain't broke. The the greatest miracle, even though it was like a wow. (laughs) The woman in the wheelchair. Then her whole family gets the Holy Ghost and all gets baptized the next night. That's awesome. The greatest miracle was not the wheelchair, but was her husband and her two kids receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. And being baptized in Jesus name. That was the greatest miracle. Because you can go to heaven crippled. You can go to heaven sick. Sick. You can go to heaven with pain. You can go to heaven with some situations. But that Bible said, unless you've been born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. That's the greatest miracle that anything can happen. That's the the greatest miracle. Nothing more powerful than that. So here's what we're going to do. In a few minutes, we're all going to stand that's able to stand. Our altar workers are going to come, and we're going to get ready. And every person that wanted to be renewed or refilled, you raised your hand. Don't chicken out now. Because he might come in the next 45 seconds. He could come right now. See? Some of us were not even ready. I'm, I'm, can, I be, can I be honest? I'm being honest. So the deal is, don't let pride, don't let what your neighbor thinks about being renewed or refilled. Being renewed or refilled doesn't mean you've sinned. That means you're making sure everything's correct between you and him for if he would come. And to get the Holy Ghost for the first time, it's for you to start your new life with the Lord Jesus Christ. You might have been walking with him, but now he's going to walk in you. There's a difference. There's a difference. Okay? And then everyone else that lifted their hands, we're going to let them come in behind everyone that wants to be renewed or refilled or everyone who wants the Holy Ghost for the first time. We're going to let you come in. And while that's happening for these folks, God is going to be touching you for your situation. Because the men of God and the women of God are going to come through and we're going to pray and we're going to believe. And some of you are going to get what you need from God before anyone ever even prays for you because your faith is in him and not in man. All right? You ready to stand? Can you stand? If you're able. If you're not able, you're not being rude. All right? I need our altar ministers to come. I need you to come. Wanna come play a little bit? Come play something soft. Make me sound spiritual. Yeah. All right? Come on, altar ministers. All right. All right, let's spread out here some. All right, there we go. There we go. All right. Now, listen, I, you don't want to have to stand long. Here's the deal. You might be next to a friend, a family member, a coworker, a guest. You might be next to someone you don't even know. They might want to come pray. Be the church today. Be a friend. Just reach over and say, hey, if you want to go pray and you don't want to come by yourself, welcome to the friendliest church in town. You know what you do here? You just tap your neighbor and say, hey, I want to go pray. Go with me. That person say, okay, I'll go with you. You might have people on both sides and you thinking, boy, I want to go pray, but, ooh, I don't know if I can get out. You can get out here. You just tap them on the shoulder and say, excuse me, I need to get out. If they don't move, run over them in Jesus' name. And then when they get up, we'll pray for them. <laughs> That's what you get <laughs> for not moving. There you go. So now, if you wanted the Holy Ghost, if you wanted to be renewed or refilled in the Holy Ghost, I'm asking you to step out and you come down first. And here they come. Come on. Just step out. Don't worry about your neighbor. Now come all the way down. I don't want you to stop. I want you to come all the way down. I'm getting you to come first. Here they come. Here they come. Come all the way down. Come all the way down. Come on, they're still coming down. Why don't you give them a hand, clap of praise. they still coming down. Come on. they still coming down.
2: they
1: still coming down. Jesus, they still coming down. I, I tell you what we're going to do. Mom, y'all, y'all come down. I got people coming in behind. Come on down, Mom. Y'all come on down y'all come on down now if you yeah that's right come on back come on there you go if some of you ladies of faith want to help us in the altar that'd be all right your husband might be up here remember you're joined in one some of you ladies of faith y'all help us out come on they're still coming down come on mom they're still coming down look at that people are still coming down i need i need some more some of you ladies of faith i need some of you men of faith i need some more altar workers we got uh, you might not been trained yet but it's gonna be okay we are incorporating you today Now, if you lifted your hand for something else that you wanted God to do, I want you to step out and I want you to come down behind these beautiful people. Just come on down. Just come on down. That's right. Here they come. Here they come. Here they come. Oh the floodgates of heaven. Oh, let it rain. Oh, let it rain. We're going to pray in just a few minutes. Come on and open. Open the floodgates of heaven. Oh, let it rain. Oh, let it rain. Come on and open. Floodgates of heaven. Oh, let it rain. Hey, let it rain. Now here's what we're going to do. I want everybody to listen. Here's what we're going to do. We're all going to repent as a family here today. I want everybody to listen. I want everybody to listen. Nobody nobody talking to nobody. Everybody listen. Don't stu- don't pray for nobody. Cuz here's why until you repent, ain't nothing going to happen. When it comes to the Holy Ghost. Everybody listen. We're going to repent together as a family. And then after we repent as a family, if you would like to be renewed in the Holy Ghost, if you'd like to receive the Holy Ghost for the first time, I just want you to start saying thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. That's all you got to say. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. And let me break it down country style. You ready? If all you know is English and you begin to speak a language you don't understand, congratulations, now you're bilingual. And that's the evidence of the Holy Ghost. If you already have the Holy Ghost and you're bilingual, and you start speaking a language you don't understand, congratulations, now you're trilingual, and that's the Holy Ghost. And if you're trilingual, and that starts happening, my God, you're smart, and that's the Holy Ghost. When you move out of the language that you know into an unknown language, that is the evidence of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to go against tradition. I don't care if you speak one word. Ten words or a thousand words or they carry you out of here the Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost there's no such thing as a big Holy Ghost a medium Holy Ghost and a baby Holy Ghost there's only one so here's what we're going to do altar team now I need you to listen to me there's some of these people here you've been knowing but all these people on the front line said I want to be renewed or refilled don't pass them up to pray for someone else because you think you know what they know They're the ones who made the step up here and said, I want to be renewed or refilled. So when they receive it, wave your hand. And then we'll let Brother Stu and his team go through and figure out what's what. It ain't about numbers to me. It's about being people touched by the hand of the Lord. And I got news for all of us. We don't know what folks are going through. So we're going to pray for whatever they want to pray for. So you just let me know when they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the ones that need a miracle, you need deliverance, whatever it is coming against you. Loose it from your body or your mind or your spirit. and Bind it in the outer darkness. Begin to thank God and you watch what God does. Only God can do it. Let's repent together as a family. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've said, that I've done, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord. Of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for filling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. The evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me come on I want you to begin to pray right now altar ministers, altar women altar ladies, women of God men of God, find somebody to pray for right now, by the authority and the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus receiving the Holy Ghost in Jesus name when they begin to speak with tongues I want you to let us know keep your eyes open altar worker let us know when they're speaking with other tongues right now come on, you let it flow in this house right now, in the name of Jesus Come on, that's right When you see him speaking in tongues When you see him speaking in tongues Wave your hand at us Here's one right there speaking in tongues There's one right there Come on Come on, find somebody to lay your hands on Come on, find somebody to lay your hands on There's somebody being renewed right there Hallelujah Come on, come on that's right when you see it come on minister of God wave your hand at me when they're receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost that's right come on when you see it. yeah I see you right there there's three right there there's one right there there's four right there come on wave your hand I don't know if I said that there's five right there come on That's right. When you pray with someone, find somebody else to pray for. Come on, man of God. Find somebody else to pray for. Come on, woman of God. Find somebody else to pray for. Here's one right here, getting the Holy Ghost right here. Here's another one right there. That's six right there. Come on, we're not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. Come on. Who's getting the Holy Ghost? Yeah, yeah. Some of you haven't talked in tongues in years. You need to open your mouth and speak in tongues. Once you pray for somebody, find somebody else to pray for. If they're talking in tongues, find somebody else to pray for.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah the Holy Ghost
1: flow. Let the Holy Ghost flow. There's another one, seven right there. She getting the Holy Ghost? There's eight right there. Wave your hand at me. There's eight right there. Come on. Come on, believe that it's going to happen right now.
2: For the students like Let it Let it
1: Come on, we got uh six, seven, eight. That'd be nine right there. Come on, I know some of them are refills, but that means everything to me. Come on. Come on, I want you, don't go nowhere. Don't nobody go home. Come on, church ain't nowhere here over. There's another one. We're going to scoop off. That's 10 right there. Come on. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. There's a spirit of the Lord in this house today. Don't leave without the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Come on, that Holy Ghost is real. That Holy Ghost is
2: real. Sunday.
1: listen up everybody listen up everybody listen it ain't gonna kill the spirit everybody listen i know we had people had to go home and that's okay i didn't preach long so we're not no buying about your time everybody listen everybody quit praying everybody quit praying everybody listen you can't everybody hear me i'm just going by the people raising their hand brother Stu, and them they'll figure that all out so far we've had 12 people receive the gift of the holy spirit but but that's it's not over there's still people in the altar that wants God to fill them with the Holy Spirit. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to focus on that. I know there's signs and wonders and miracles happening. That's just the way God does it. It's the Bible. The Bible says signs and wonders, what they shall follow. So it's happening, trust me. Okay? But now, if you still want the Holy Ghost, or you still want to be renewed in the Holy Ghost, and it hadn't happened yet, but you still want it, I want you to raise your hand. It hadn't happened yet. Just raise your hand. I'm going to find out. Okay? Right here. Who else? Okay? Mom, right here. Okay? I need somebody to get in front of her. Y'all quit praying on the side of people. Get in front of them. Just wait. Don't pray for them yet. Get in front of them. All right? My man. Come on, Dad. Get in front of them. Get in front of them. Now, you come stand in front of them. I don't like people on the side of me. I can't see them. Get in front of them. Get hit right in front of them. Turn. There you go. Look at that. Kick. There you go. Who else want to? Right. I need, a lady of, I need a lady of faith. Need, she get a Holy Ghost? Refill? Alright, got another one. Refill. Right. Someone, there you go. Getting right in front of her. Alright? Somebody right in front of her. Who else wants it? Who else? Alright? And here's what we're going to do we're going to ask the Lord one more time to forgive us. And then we're going to pray the prayer of faith. And they're going to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gives the utterance. Are you ready? Let's just ask the Lord one time. Say, Lord, forgive me right now. I want the Holy Ghost right now. I want to speak with tongues right now in Jesus' name. Come on, lay your hands upon them and begin to pray the prayer of faith. By the authority in the Word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Come on. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. That's right, don't stop. That's right, don't stop. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise in this building. He's doing a mighty work.
2: Hallelujah. you, Jesus. Thank you, All right, I want you to
1: listen to me. I want everybody to listen. Just everybody listen. Everybody listen. In John 3 5, the Bible said it, Jesus answered, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Everybody say cannot. He cannot, cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, I know that you're probably praying with people and you brought up baptism, but I just feel prayer. I mean, I have to bring up baptism every service. I, I can't help it. It's just, it's the word of the Lord. Now, listen, if you've never been baptized, if you don't know how you were baptized, you need to be baptized today or rebaptized today, especially if you don't know how you were baptized. Now listen, they got some man-made baptisms out there. They're not in the Word of the Lord. They're man-made. So let me show you what they are, and then let me show you what the Bible says. In a few minutes, I'm going to bring up Matthew 28, 19, if you want to get ready. So listen, sprinkling. That never happened in the Word of God. Sprinkling is a man-made baptism. That never happened in the Word of God. The second one was infant baptism. Infant baptism never happened in the Word of God. You can dedicate your child back to Jesus, but there was no... No baptism happening there. It never happened in the Word of God. When you got baptized, they said, I now baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, or Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's not in the Word of God. The Word of God didn't say that. you got to look and see what the Word of God said about Matthew 28, 19. It talks about the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but you got to read the whole Scripture. It says, Go ye therefore, comma, and teach all nations, comma. It says, Baptizing them in the name of the Father, comma, and of the son, comma, and of the Holy Ghost, with them two little dots on the end, meaning something's coming after that i 'm going to show you something if I wrote everybody a check here today, David and Carlin Smith, Oakim, Oklahoma, for a thousand dollars, and signed your check, father, son, Holy Ghost, you'd say, praise him i 'm going to go to church full time, quit my job. The deal is when you get to the bank, the banker's going to say the checks the check is real, the names is right, the money's in the bank. But the problem is, what's the person's name? There's no signature. You're going to say, well, they signed it, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The banker's going to say, not the preacher, not the Bible, the man at the bank, or the woman at the bank going to say, but the name. There's no name. The banker's going to say, until there's been a name on that, this check ain't no good. It is not cashable. They say, you're going to have to cross out the titles and apply the name. If you can show me in that scripture that anybody ever got baptized out of that scripture, I'll give you 10 grand before you leave today and pastor will double it. Because it never happened. You say, well, wait a minute. Then how should I be baptized? Peter gives the account on how to be baptized. Because Jesus is now sitting on the throne. When you get to heaven, you ain't going to see three thrones. You're going to see one. Because he says, here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I and my father are one. Beside me there is no other. There's only one Lord. There's only one faith. There's only one baptism. And so Peter has the keys to the kingdom. So he's telling us how to start our walk with the Lord and how to be saved. It's in Acts 2 and 38. It's real simple. Short scripture. It says, then Peter said unto them to repent and to be baptized. Every one of you, not a few of you, not some of you, not if grandma said it was all right. He said, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. If you've never been baptized, if you don't know how you were baptized, if you was baptized in sprinkling or an infant or Father, Son, Holy Ghost or Muhammad or all or whatever, I'm telling you now, your sins have not been washed away. Sins can only be washed away through the name of Jesus Christ. And then he says, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We got water. We got roads. We got towels. We already got people want to be baptized. We've never lost nobody in the tank. Today be a great day to wash your sins away. Baptism is not an act or a work. It is a covenant. It doesn't make you perfect, but it covers you for when you do make a mistake. It's the covering. It washes you clean. I've had people, I'm going to just tell you one story. I had a man, Bishop, I can bring you to Brother Bornhill's church. His hands were that thick. He had track marks. 28 years he worked on the church and never been to the church. He came. His name's Billy Bass. They wrote a whole article about him. Hands swole, track marks from heroin use and, and alcoholic. Got the Holy Ghost that night. Put him in the water. When he came out of the water, his hands and his arms were normal. No track marks, no everything swelling, everything went down that you would have never known. Somebody says, well, what, I'm just telling you what the, I'm just telling you what the blood of Jesus can do. Yes. Somebody said, well, I can't go get baptized because my grandma. You can't worry about your grandma because your grandma can't save you. When that trump sounds, there'll be no more van rides to church. You're going to have to go on your own. There'll be no hitchhiking. There'll be no carpooling. You're going to have to go on your own. Somebody say, well, what about my grandma? I can't worry about grandma. I can't worry about grandpa, mom, and dad because I'm not God. And they're in the hands of a just God. But I can worry about the people sitting in front of me. Because that Bible says you're going to have to make, you're going to have to figure out your own soul salvation. You know, some folks didn't listen to grandma when he said, don't marry. Him. <laughs> don't marry her. He <laughs> didn't listen to grandma then. Okay? So make up in your mind what you're going to do. Because nobody can save you but the Lord Jesus Christ. So we got people already being baptized today. Is there anybody else? You want your sins completely washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. Anybody else? My sister right there. Who else? Can, can somebody take her? Go ahead, Mom. Who else? Who else wants to be baptized? I'm telling you, today we ain't playing. Sir, we got that young man right there want to be baptized. Come on. Somebody take him. Come on. Who else wants to be baptized? Listen, I'm going to say it again. Listen, if you don't know how you were baptized or, or you've never been, you can't remember, you need to know. You need to know how you were baptized. You, in fact, you got to know. Because when you do that, your life will never be the same. Yes, sir. It'll never be the same. All right? Who else wants to be baptized? Anybody else? Huh? I'm just asking. All right? If you're thinking about it, you want to know more about it, see one of the elders up on the platform. They're in charge here. All right. Anybody else need the Holy Ghost? Anybody else need to be prayed for? I'm going to make sure before I turn it to Bishop or Pastor, whoever wants to take it. Everybody good? All right. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. All right.
0: Could we just stand and lift our hands to the Lord and give him thanks for all of the wonderful things he's done here? We've had four people filled with the Holy Ghost for the first time. Nine different people that God has refilled today. I think we've got about four or five people getting baptized. I think that he is worthy of our praise. He's worthy of thanksgiving. We, We may not have heard about them yet, but I believe there's been some miracles. That have taken place here today. Somebody's been healed this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. Take a moment if you would. Greet somebody. If you don't know them, introduce yourself. God bless you. Hope to see you tonight in Jesus' name.